I feel like this creative entrepreneur journey, it's such an amazing way to fuse creativity as well as analytical types of people. And I think that's why this is something that really appeals to me. And I think that's why it is such an appealing life for lots and lots of people who maybe want to take a departure from where they've been in their lives. Welcome to A Creative Odyssey. I'm Ellie Ride. I'm a designer, an entrepreneur, and online educator obsessed with all things design, quilting, and creative business. Whether you're a seasoned quilter or you're just starting out, whether you're passionate about design and textiles, or whether you're a creative business geek who loves to nerd out on all the moving parts that go into making a creative business thrive, you are in the right place. I'm excited to share insights from my creative odyssey with you as I navigate design, creativity, and growing an online business on this journey as a creative entrepreneur. Are you ready to explore the possibilities of design and discover the world of creative business? It's time to embark on a creative odyssey. Well, hello and welcome to this very first episode of A Creative Odyssey. I am welcoming you to the very first episode here of this brand new podcast. I'm Ali Ride and I'm a designer, an entrepreneur and an online educator and I teach people how to design, write and sell unique quilt patterns so that they can embark on their own creative odyssey as well. A journey into design, into creativity, into finding your identity as a creative person, into creative entrepreneurship as well, growing an online business and all of the challenges and reveals and purpose and passion that comes of that journey itself as well. I am a designer. I'm an engineer. I am also an online entrepreneur. I run my own creative business online and I'm so excited to welcome you into my studio and into this creative world as well. We're going to be talking today about embarking on your creative odyssey. So stepping into this journey, stepping into this journey as a creative and as an entrepreneur, which is something that I did a couple of years ago. I was an engineer. I used to work offshore on oil rigs in all kinds of different parts of the world. I was pretty hardcore. You know, I used to wear coveralls to work and a hard hat and safety glasses and special gloves and all kinds of stuff like that. We'd go on helicopters to the rig. We would take boats through the Indonesian jungle delta of the Mahakam to different locations. You know, it was a pretty full-on type of a life, not to mention the onshore partying as well. You know, play hard, work hard, play hard. You know, the old on Monica goes like that. And once I left that life of engineer, I kind of came to a decision point at some point where I wanted to get back to what I was really considering my true identity, which is as a creative. I grew up uh, as a child in a small town in Australia. I went to a Rudolf Steiner school as a young person, so in my primary school education. And so I had this innate making, learning, creating lifestyle that I had or this kind of experience that I had from a very young age. And that was, of course, supported as well by my mom, who I grew up with as well. You know, we would go on trips to this, to Sydney or overseas to Italy, where I also have a cultural connection, which I'll talk to you about as well. And that was all about, you know, art, uh, connecting different types of interests together and always learning, always seeking knowledge, always seeking connections between things that otherwise might seem a little bit disparate. And of course, 
enjoying things from a design standpoint as well. It's always been something that's been really focused on. So I guess probably people who knew me well thought it was a bit strange when I chose engineering to go to university and do mechanical engineering. But I'm so glad that I did because I feel like that has really enabled me to become the person that I am now, somebody who fuses that kind of wild, creative, intuitive side with a very analytical, rational side as well. And so that's really how I feel like this creative entrepreneur journey, it's such an amazing way to fuse creativity as well as analytical types of people. And I think that's why this is something that really appeals to me. And I think that's why it is such an appealing life for lots and lots of people who maybe want to take a departure from where they've been in their lives, which might be stuck in a corporate job, stuck in a nine to five job that doesn't really light you up in terms of your creative ability, but you feel like it's something that you need to do or that you're supposed to do. Talking about how I transitioned from being an engineer, I went back to university and I went back to study architecture and I did that for about a year and a half, about 18 months before I transitioned again to a industrial design degree and I graduated with an industrial design degree as well. That was an incredible period of making, drawing, really reconnecting with that creativity and that creative side of myself. So that was really an incredible period where I was able to really get back into that creativity, into that making, you know, develop that connection between brain and hand. So trying to realize an idea in your head and realize that in the real world, there's often a lot of disconnect between those two things and taking that learning curve to develop your skills enough so that you are able to articulate in a physical, in a 3D world, the ideas that you can see inside your own head, particularly creative ideas. This is where I kind of started out. And then uh, we moved from Australia. This is when we were still in Australia. We moved back to Italy uh, and I became a mother. So we had our first child and that again was a huge transition point as well. It was a transition point away from this kind of individuality, away from being uh, an individual person to, you know, a part of you kind of splits off and you have this extra entity that's out there in the world that contains cells from your body and we can get really deep and wide on this. But really, for me, that was a transition point from being a single entity to becoming a mother and somebody responsible for somebody else, directly responsible for somebody else. And that was a huge transition point. It also meant a huge transition point from the point of view of time. So time kind of, you can think about it either expanding or contracting, whichever metaphor works for you. But that expansion or contraction of time means that all of a sudden, all of those things that you were doing in your spare time there's not a lot of room for those when you're caring for a small baby. So that intense period when you have young children or that intense period when you're a carer for somebody and really you are the sole person who is taking on the responsibility for keeping somebody alive, that is incredible responsibility. It's incredibly rewarding. It can be incredibly challenging, but it is also a real catalyst for a lot of deep thought as well. You know, those late nights where you're awake thinking, you know, who am I? Who have I become? Am I losing some part of myself as your identity shifts from one thing to another? So these transition points in our lives, I think are incredible points of reflection. And that was an incredible reflection point for me as well, where I was thinking about, okay, well, who is it that you want to become? You're not going to go back to this engineering identity. You've become this mothering identity. 
you've always been connected to this design and creativity identity, but you haven't really morphed that into anything particular. So that was really probably that, I guess, firestorm that you go through, that kind of uh, cauldron where you step into the flames and you step out on the other side and you have a different perspective on things. You know, there's been this massive life change, this massive life event, and it's allowed you to take stock, take a step back, have a look at what it is that you're doing, have a look at what it is that you would like to do and see where the gap in between those two things are. Really what I would like to share with you about this or what I would like you to take away from this is, you know, those transition points, those inflection points in your life, and everybody has them throughout their their life, doesn't matter which stage of life that you're in, there are always these inflection points. And I think something that is important, particularly for creatives, is reflecting on that and seeing, okay, well, how has creativity served me during those times? Or how can I how could I have used creativity in those times to either sustain me or as an outlet or as something that, you know, even as a reflection point on thinking, okay, well, I would like to introduce more creativity into my life. How can I go about doing that? So these are very big kind of conceptual ideas right now in this very first episode. I would like to share that really the overarching theme of this podcast is a blend of kind of like practical advice of how do you move through those transition times How do you make those kind of dreams into a reality? How do you make those big goals that you might have into something tangible? How can you start on this entrepreneurial path? And I want to also talk about some of these personal stories that I have and share some of those with you in this more intimate kind of a setting so that you can get some insights into my own creative process, so that you can get some insights into my own creative business as well. So that's what I'm going to be sharing in this podcast. So why am I telling you all these personal stories about this kind of transition from becoming, you know, an engineer, transitioning to somebody who was studying architecture and design, transitioning to into a mother, transitioning again into a creative entrepreneur and a a cool pattern designer? Why am I sharing my own creative odyssey with you? For me, it's all about allowing you to see, pull that curtain back a little bit, allow you to see behind the scenes of, you know, I didn't jump out of my mother's womb at zero days and zero hours old and become a creative entrepreneur in this kind of linear fashion. It was definitely a road of twists and turns. Um, You know, I wouldn't want to say false starts, but taking some sidetracks, coming back to the main path, moving off again. This journey has been varied and I think that is really where the value is. And I think that bringing in all of your experiences from all kinds of different areas of your life as a carer, as a professional, as a creative, as an individual, as somebody who's part of a family, as somebody who's part of society at large, somebody who's traveled, somebody who's stayed fixed in one place. All of these experiences really come together to allow you to have this unique experience which makes you up. And that really for me is the basis, that's the crux, that's the underlying feature of coming up with unique design ideas. It's about sharing your own unique experience and articulating that in a way that you're able to share those stories with people and share your creativity through the sharing of those stories. I'm going to come back to this in future episodes. We will talk more about story and how important it is to share that with your audience and to forge connections with your audience by sharing your stories. And I hope that 
me sharing some of my stories here on this podcast as well is going to give you that confidence and that willingness to share your story as well and to create those connections with other people. Connection is so, so powerful. Looking to write your first or your next unique quilt pattern? Feeling like you just don't know where to start or that the list of things that you need to do is just too long? Are you worried your design idea isn't unique enough? Grab a copy of my free guide, Seven Steps to Grow a Quilt Pattern Design Business, and I'll take you through all the steps to design, write, and sell a unique quilt pattern so you can build your confidence as a designer, skip that overwhelm, and start on the path to growing a thriving creative business. Your very first step is to head to alliride.com slash guide to get your copy today. It's time to stop dreaming and time to start doing. I can't wait to see what you're going to create. So this episode is really about embarking on this creative odyssey. Navigating all of these twists and turns of life, you know, and and looking back and reflecting on these transition points which have brought me to where I am today. And sometimes these transition points, you know, they can be a mix of excitement, uncertainty. You might find that you have uh, your small children are growing up, they're growing bigger. So all of a sudden you have a little bit more free time on your hands and you're able to um, really tap back into your creativity or tap back into that reflection on who am I, what's my identity, who have I become since I became a mother of small children. As your kids become more independent, maybe they're moving away from home. Who do you become when you're the mother of children who are at college or at university? Who do you become when you are the mother of children who have grandchildren and their attention shifts towards their own family and maybe away from the family at large? Who are you when you're standing at that threshold of retirement, you know, either just about to go into retirement or starting to think about going into retirement, or maybe you've even stepped over that threshold and you're in retirement now. All of these thoughts come back as well, you know, who am I? What is my identity? What defines me? What is it that I want to continue the thread of through my life? What is it that I have missed doing or overlooked doing or have set aside for a period of my life that now I would like to pick that up again? Which threads would I like to regather and move forward within the next phase of my life in this next part of your creative odyssey? Maybe you've been a carer for your parents or for a spouse who's passed away. Maybe you are transitioning from that identity of carer, of caregiver, and you've got you know, time and that period where you're reflecting on, well, what is my identity now that I am no longer this caregiver for these people that have been in my life? How can I take this opportunity that I have now to redefine my direction, to gather up those threads of my life? How do I want to weave them together? What does the pattern look like going forward? And that's really such a powerful point. It's such an emotional point. It's such a, can be such a fraught point, but it can also be a very empowering point because you really have not only maybe working through a feeling of uncertainty, uh, where you have like those questions about your purpose and your fulfillment, but you also have that desire for fulfillment. You know, you might be looking for that chance to rediscover your individuality, that opportunity to pursue your creative dreams. What is that transformative power of creativity? How can it be a beacon of light during these times of change? Well, I think I've illustrated that a little bit with the transitions in my story as well. You know, I wanted to pick up that thread of creativity that I had at a young age as a young child, and I wanted to pull that through my life and I wanted to continue weaving with that thread. 
creativity and in particular, you know, I'm talking about quilt design in my business itself. This is a really powerful form of self-expression, you know. It allows you to translate that unique expect- that unique perspective that you have, that unique experience that you've been building, and it allows you to create these beautiful and tangible creations. That's one way that this whole creativity can fit into your life in such a powerful way. Creating something like an online business is a- an opportunity which is really flexible and accessible. You know, with a very low startup overhead, you can create a business online these days. You know, set up a website, start to sell something through a platform like Etsy, or start to build your own e-commerce site. This is all really accessible and flexible these days as well. So it allows you to turn that creative passion that you've got, that creative energy that you want to use and push that into a fulfilling venture. Because let's be real here, you know, I'm an engineer, I'm a realist. Sometimes we look at our passions and our creative creative pro- pro- projects that we're working on or, you know, we look at our craft or our art and we think, yeah, but it's just art or it's just craft. It kind of feels like this self-indulgent activity that you do. Well, first of all, I want to let you know that it is absolutely not self-indulgent to partake in creativity or in art making or in craft or however you'd like to define your making. But I also want you to let go of that guilt of it being just a pastime, just a hobby. If creativity is something that you want to make a central part of your life, you absolutely can. And let's engage our rational brains here as well. You can make a living selling your art, selling your creativity, selling things that are related to making. You can make creativity something that is central to your life and make profit from it. So all of that narrative that you might have held, somebody might have told you, oh, you can't be an artist because you can't make money being an artist. Let those things go. Open your mind to this creative odyssey that we're on. Let those narratives that you might have held for a long time about the starving artist, the poor artist, the artist who is just making things for the sake of making and they're not really focused on any kind of business growth. Let all of those narratives go by the wayside. Tap what, tap into what it is that lights you up. Tap into what your passion is and see where it's going to take you on this journey. Engaging with other designers, other creatives, other quilters, other creative entrepreneurs is an incredible, powerful feeling of community. It's an incredible shared experience when you can get together in a room. You might have experienced this as well, where you get together with a group of people who all have that like-mindedness. They all have that same drive towards a common goal. This is incredibly powerful and being in that kind of supportive space where you can share things, where you can learn and when you can grow with other like-minded individuals is extremely powerful. And that's something that I really like to curate around my business is curating that special community of like-minded people who are designers, who are creatives, who are artists, who are quilters, who are crafters, who have that drive in common of wanting to create some kind of a purpose to their passion. They want to tap into the what's next, the and then what, you know, of building a creative business. This is all about seeking that fulfillment, tapping into those experiences that you have, drawing that thread of creativity closer and starting to weave it into your life even more. What this is really about for me is also sharing how to do this, how to execute this, how to implement this in your life. So I offer a whole lot of different programs with my with my business. They start from 
uh, courses around design, how to come up with unique design ideas for quilts, how to take a quilt design idea and run with it and create a fully fleshed out quilt block or small quilt design that you can start to sew within a couple of hours right through to a comprehensive eight-week course called Quilt Design Code, which is a program which is really designed to empower individuals to design, write, and sell unique quilt patterns so that you can really tap into that creativity. You can be confident in sharing your creativity and you can start to share that creativity with the world by growing an online business that you love. These are some of the things that I offer within my business and I'm also excited for the upcoming offers that I'm going to be making to my community in the new year, which are related to personalized, creative-related retreats and creative entrepreneur-related retreats, possibly even in my adopted country here of Italy as well. So I'm excited to talk about about that in in the coming weeks and months as well. All right, I wanted to let you know that This has been really exciting. I decided this morning that I was going to start this podcast. I have brainstormed a whole lot of ideas of things that I'm going to be sharing with you over the coming weeks. So please tune in, subscribe to this podcast if you'd like to hear from me again. I'm going to be sharing all kinds of insider tips about my own business growth, my own design and creative processes, as well as those of people within my community. You know, my students from Quilt Design Code and beyond have become incredible creative entrepreneurs in their own right. And I would love to showcase their stories and share their amazing wins with you as well. And I'd also like to tap into my community of creative entrepreneurs, my peers, and share some of their insights with you as well. So I'll be hosting interviews with various creative entrepreneurs, as well as sharing all kinds of different tips and resources for you as a creative and as a creative entrepreneur as you embark on your very own creative odyssey as well. I am super excited to be on this journey with you and I am going to thank you now for tuning in and please do look out for a next episode from me coming out shortly in about a week's time. Thanks again and I look forward to seeing you again soon. Bye for now.